This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome back to the Legend of Zelda Lorecast. I'm your host, Aaron, and joining me, as always, is... Just Ariel. Just Ariel. Boo. I mean, I can leave if you want me to. No, no, no. You stay. Then why are you booing me? Because you won't let me do the the incredible, illustrious, amazing, Just awesome, Ariel. amazing... Just Ariel. Just Ariel. Yeah, I can't think I of any other... broken. Anyway, it's Ariel. <laughs> Have you missed our obnoxiousness yet? Or his? <laughs> Anyways. <sighs> so what are we doing today? I don't know. Except for we're talking about Four Swords Adventures. We're closing it out. This is the last episode of Four Swords Adventures. Yes, we're, we're, it is. We're here. We're finally here. And do you want to tell us what we're doing next? Uh, I'll tell everyone what we're doing next at the end of the episode. Oh, I was excited. Yeah, normally we do like a separate episode on characters and then another episode on items, but we decided to combine them. Yeah, there's not much here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to address something before we get started, though. I have had a lot of listeners and fans ask me this question what are you going to do when you're done with the games well that is an improbability because they're always going to come out with new legend of zelda games but while we wait since we're probably going to catch up before they drop a new one we're going to go through theories and deep dives and connecting plot points and we're going to go into really in depth into these games this first overall arc that we're doing if you will is to get you custom you know, accustomed to the games and the storylines and things, the major plot points here, the items, familiar yourself so that you're familiar enough that when we discuss the in-depth part, you know where we're at and what we're talking about. Yep. So there you go. Yeah, because there's places and mm-hmm. 
whole bunch of stuff that we could talk about. Mm-hmm. So with that question out of the way, Ariel, you're up first. With Am some, I? With some characters. Um, it's pronounced characters. Some characters. <laughs> so, okay. Listen, listeners. <laughs> There's only like a few characters that I actually found anything for. And it was so short. And there's like a list. I don't, okay, so I'm going to do things differently for this episode <laughs> because I only found a little bit about a few of the characters, not even all of them. So I'm going to list off the characters. And normally I would do my interpretations, which I absolutely love doing. However, there's <laughs> the way that if you know, you know. We took it all, we brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The world's most exciting podcast, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. I'm Michael Savage, host of the Savage Nation podcast, home of borders, language, and culture. Hear my new podcast each week as I speak with top guests from around the world. Right now, we have over 700 shows in our library. Featuring interviews with world leaders, scientists, faith teachers, and more, including President Donald Trump, Prime Minister of Israel Ehud Barak, Edward Teller, the father of the hydrogen bomb, Jerry Falwell, and so much more conversations and commentary you cannot find anywhere else. Other guests have included Samuel Cohen, the father of the neutron bomb, Breitbart's Alex Marlowe, the great author Peter Schweitzer, Colonel Douglas McGregor. Be here or be nowhere the savage nation podcast catch the michael savage podcast on all podcast platforms every tuesday and every friday the way they've named these characters is an interpretation enough (laughs) so i was laughing so hard when i was researching these characters and their names that i just decided not to do interpretations because they already did it for me. <laughs> so <clears throat> just going to start listing them off here. So we have, you know, the normal characters like the four links. You have Princess Zelda, Vati, the great fairy, lonely old man, thief. <laughs> <laughs> Thief. My name's Thief. Thief. You got Kapora, Gabora, and Mage, and Tingle. Okay, so here's where we get into the fun ones. All right? You ready for this? I know, but I'm going to have to be. Formation old timer. I'm sorry, did you... Formation? Formation old timer. That is his name. They didn't give him a name. It's Formation old timer. Yep. Why do I not remember any of these weird names? This is in the Lake Hylia 
uh, region. So, Formation Sisters. Gosh. Locked up old woman. <laughs> Man in garden. <laughs> Man in garden. Yep. I wonder where he's at. He's in a garden. <laughs> Jeez, get with the program here. So then we have Blue Maiden and Fairy Queen, which, you know. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> they inserted us into this, okay? Uh-oh. Husband and stubborn wife. <laughs> I think you mean... Aaron and Ariel. Illustrious and incredibly... Stubborn wife. Cheerful husband and oh, illustrious okay. stubborn wife. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Except for the illustrious wife part. But then you have Blue Girl, Hide and Seek Boy, Leader, Iris, which is a name. It's mm-hmm. an actual name. Old Man, mm. Man Who Lost His House, <laughs> Old Woman, Old Woman, Red Girl. Secret Agent 1, <laughs> Secret Agent 2, Secret Agent 3, and Secret Agent 4. Whoa, 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 whoa. So there's two old men? Two old women. Old women. Mm-hmm. Mm. Then you have Shopkeeper. Okay. Unnamed boy. They didn't even bother, like, <laughs> not boy in field or something. It's just unnamed boy. Unnamed boy. Didn't even bother with him. Sweetie. Oh. Unnamed girl. An unnamed man. <laughs> Everybody else gets names, but this man, this boy, and this girl. Oh. <laughs> then you got the yellow maiden, old timer and moving house. Yep, old timer and moving house. <laughs> Child Goron and Goron. Green maiden. Blue Knight, Malin and Talon, Dompe, White Maiden, Decky and Deppy, Bug Catching Kid, <laughs> Hungry Zora, Shovel Old Timer, Old Man, Red Maiden, Elder, Gatekeeper, Gatekeeper, Zuna, and Zuna. Purple Maiden, Unmoving Woman. She just says, no, I'm not moving. Yep, and those are your characters for Four Swords Adventures. Shovel Old Timer. Do we have any info on any of these characters aside from their, like, I guess, side missions, I guess is what they're all, most of them are in? I had, like I said, I'd gotten a little bit of information on some characters. So that's why I didn't even bother saying it, because then I would be talking about some of the characters, but then the other ones are just shovel old timer. Man and moving house. (laughs) Most of them are side quests, honestly, in this game. And the maidens are important, obviously. Yeah, and we talked about the maidens previously, so... Yeah, so... I just want to say, this is is what I gather from these characters. Before we move on, 
this is what I want to say. I personally feel. I feel like Link, or the Links in this case, just didn't care about people much in this game. And it reflects on how the developers named the characters. Like, you didn't stick around long enough to remember most people's names. So you're like, okay, yeah, your house is moving. Cool. Uh, or, you know... Or, you know, oh, this is an old lady who's unmoving. Okay, well, we'll just gotta figure out how to move her and then we're moving on with our life. Like, it's not like the other Legend of Zelda games where you get to know most of the characters. And, like, the guard is the guard. Like, nobody really cares. This game felt like it was like a mad dash to get through all the areas. <laughs> I love how you blame it on the links. I, I totally do. And not the people that made the game. Nope, it's the Link's fault. <laughs> it would have taken two seconds to just come up with random names. <laughs> Mary, Steve, George. Like, you, it could have... Two seconds to come up with random names, but no. But it's the Link's fault. Well, yeah, because you're, you know, you're Link. So if you didn't learn these characters' names, it's kind of your fault. That's the way I see it. Doesn't mean it's right. It's a theory. Hmm. It's just a theory. Okay. A game theory. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <sighs> see, listeners, this is why we just kind of combined the two because wasn't too much to talk about. <laughs> uh, no, not really. It's uh, that, this is a little bit of a. It's a little bit of a letdown since we got some time, I'd say, before a mid-break. I kind of figured we'd open this for a discussion here. How did you feel about this game overall is kind of the question I wanted to ask. Like, do you feel like the developers really put a lot of thought into this game? No. I mean, let's face it, Majora's Mask had less time than this game and it had more thought put into it. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Now, this game was... I mean, it wasn't awful. However... No. Yeah. Not in my top Zelda games. No. Honestly, I don't... I know it's a favorite for some of our fans. And I know it's in the top for some of our fans. But for me, personally, anytime the Four Sword has been evolved... I honestly haven't been a real big fan. I always feel like the Four Sword games were kind of rushed. Yeah, plus I don't have like three friends to even play it with. So. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, well, I think this is a perfect time to go to a mid-break. And then when we come back, we'll talk about some items. And items are going to be pretty short too, because... It's pretty much repeat items all the way through, minus a few added new ones. So let's go to our mid-break. Well, here we are in the middle of the show, Ariel. Where we eat cookies? Where? No. Because this one's delicious. <laughs> what cookie are you eating? We are not sponsored by who I'm about to say. <laughs> Chips Ahoy with Hershey's 
fudge filling. <laughs> Please sponsor us. Please sponsor. She wants all the free cookies. <laughs> no, this is where we thank our patrons, Ariel. Which is way more important than cookies. <laughs> so we have to thank our patrons, such as our golden goddess level patrons, Dragon Knight, Jeremy Kelly, Mabel Flapjacks, Reticent Lobo. And then we have to thank our Hyrule Royalty patron, Nightfall, and our Sheikah level patrons, Bird's Eye View Entertainment, Fulgrimir, Jedi Link, Kex, Maze, Ocarina of Crime, 94. This is the best name ever. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> Jedi Link, you have some competition here. <laughs> we also have to thank our other Sheikah patrons, Potato Drummer, Solid Me Boy, The Seven Sins, The Tingle Factor 85, Toil 3, Venomous Duck, We Are Legion, and our Kokiri patrons, Hylian Riot, Jumanji, Nebula Echo, Preston Balagad, and Remington Cloutier. And of course, we can't think, we can't forget our fairy patrons, such as Christopher Green, Din Lionel, Doug Leamy, Scarlet Sparrow. So thank you to our lovely patrons. So whenever you say venomous duck, it always makes me think of a poison type Psyduck. <laughs> so I, like I envision like Psyduck. <laughs> Nintendo, make it happen. <laughs> yeah, I picture Psyduck like doing like poison jab at everybody. I misread the patron list. I must add two names. We have another Sheikah level patron here. We have to thank Jess on our Sheikah level patron tier. And we have to thank another fairy patron, Marissa Austin. So I'm so sorry. I didn't see you at the bottom of the list. It's supposed to put you in order and it didn't. <laughs> Patreon, fix that. <laughs> Listeners. Aaron can't read. No, Aaron's not a very good reader. <laughs> He's 100% literate. However, he cannot read. I he can't. <laughs> but anyways, just thanks. Thank you, patrons. We do greatly appreciate it. And thank you, listeners, because without you, we wouldn't have a show. So, Ariel. Hmm. <sighs> What'd you bring for us today? No reviews. So about the reviews, Ariel. What? I messed up my inbox and I had to change my password and I forgot to change my password on my login device. So and... long story short. <laughs> uh, we'll have to do extra reviews next episode. <laughs> I stink. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We had some issues and I had to change some passwords on things because I couldn't remember them. I'm awful. I'm sorry. So that's that's why. But Ariel, what'd you bring? Oh, boy. So this is actually pretty cool. So this comes from Etsy by Dose Chest Design. And it is a metal Zelda chess set with personalized 
chessboard. Ooh, yes, please. Yeah, this is really, really cool. I used to play chess all the time, especially back in high school. I, I love chess. So this chess set comes in two different variations. You have the pieces only, which, uh, you know, only has the chess pieces. And then you have the big board and pieces. So this includes a large board along with the metal chess pieces, which the personalized part of it is a laser engraved name tag. So you can put a name on it for someone you're buying it for or yourself Ooh. or whatever you feel like putting on it. And it's super cool because the metal pieces are different Legend of Zelda characters and stuff. I so love it's this not thing. like the normal like pawns and knights and oh, it's, it's super cool. So I love this thing. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I don't even like chess. So you can get only the pieces for 8580 to 9230. You can get the big board and pieces for 107 25 or 11375 or you can get just the chessboard for 4550 to 5525 so if you are into chess and Zelda this is for you so that's for you then I would not complain at all. <laughs> like, that all. Uh, uh, it does look cool. I want one just to have in the studio, honestly. You don't want to play chess with me? I don't know how. I've never legitimately played chess. And I can't imagine I'd be good at it because I suck at checkers. Ch chess is a whole lot different <laughs> than checkers. I think you would be good at chess if you learned the rules because it's a strategy based. I'm good at strategy games. So see, I think you would be pretty good at chess. I'll still kick your butt, but I'm sure, you know, <laughs> you've had way more practice. <laughs> uh, so you ready for mine? No, you will be. So this one comes to us from NintendoLife.com and it's a news article. And the news article title is You can now buy your very own Sheikah Slate from Zelda Breath of the Wild. It ain't cheap, though. <laughs> so right now on firstfourfigures.com, you can pre-order for quarter one of 2025 two different editions of the Sheikah Slate. One is the standard version and the other is the exclusive version. The standard version right now is pre-order valued at $479.99 and the exclusive version is $557.99. And these are only going on for the next 27 days. These are the early bird prices. And after the early bird prices are done, the prices will be going up to $515.99 for the standard and $599.99 for the exclusive version. 
So that's the article, but I also brought in more info on these items. So like I said, you can pre-order right now at firstfourfigures.com. And as of time of recording this, there's 27, 27 days, six hours and four minutes left for the early bird special. Now, the standard version is basically what the standard version has is it's removable. It is the Sheikah slate and it does come with the base uh, design with limited numbering and a really cool case. However, if you are an Advent collector like me, the exclusive edition is the one you want because this not only has a light up base that changes colors when removing and inserting the Sheikah slate, but also the Sheikah slate is does a light up as well when removing it and has the ability to change the colors of the symbol on the front screen itself. So it's more of an interactive piece. And it also has sound effects that play like wood when you insert or take out the Sheikah Slate in the Breath of the Wild game. So it's more of an interactive kind of a design. Now, you may be saying to yourself, ooh, those are heavy hitter prices. Well, I have good news for you. They also, they also offer on firstfourfigures.com a payment plan for these things. The criteria from what I'm seeing, and this is just the exclusive version, so go check it out for yourself. But the payment plan I'm seeing right now on the exclusive version is three, six, or eight months. And they basically have it set up where you are, you need a deposit of $75, and there's eight payments happen every month beginning April 1st of 2024. And it is $46 a month except for the final payment, which is $56.99. So they break it up nicely for you in eight month payments so that it doesn't have to hit you super hard, which I appreciate, especially since their figures are really high quality, but they are super expensive on first four figures. So if you're interested, go check it out. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe let them know that we sent you. <laughs> But that is what I have for today, because that is some super, super awesome news, honestly. I really want one of these. Shut up and take my money. Shut up and take my money. <laughs> so that is it for me this mid-break. Ariel, hmm. do you have anything you would like to add here? I already told you what my merch was. So nothing else. Yeah, I only bring one thing, one merch item to the mid breaks. This okay. has been going on for how long? All right. Well, then I'll just let everybody know that uh, here within the next month, we should have some more Legend of Zelda merch dropping of our own on the fumblingforestore.com. And if you are a listener of any of our other podcasts, you can get your merch there too. That's the only thing I other thing I had to add. Cool. So in the in the mid break? Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna go to the end of the episode now. Yeah, we're gonna go whistle on over to STL <sighs> Use our promo code LOZLord10 and save 10% off a beautiful Ocarina. And they have 
other ocarinas than Legend of Zelda. So they have like D&D and Star Wars and, you know, a whole bunch of cool other different types of ocarinas. But let's face it, we're, you know, you want the yellow Z one. It's pretty cool. I actually have it and it it's awesome. And then now they have a new thing. They have display stands for the ocarinas, which I'm going to look into because I don't have a display stand for mine. So I'm actually going to look into that. So anyways, let me whistle on over there and save 10% off your purchase by using our promo code. Then you can roll on over to FanRoll Dice, use our promo code AlmightyC10, which is A-L-L, Mighty, the letter C in 10, and save 10% off some really awesome dice. They have metal and resin and wooden and silicone and their new one, which is the liquid core dice. And those are actually really cool. I have the vanishing oil one and it's, it's really cool. And Aaron has the dragon eye liquid core dice. So they also have dice accessories. So dice towers and dice bags and dice trays, you know, all dice accessories that you could ever think of and need. So yeah, roll on over there and use our promo code. Save 10% off there. Then you can switch on over to Nixie Gaming, use our promo code LOZLORE and save 10% off switch accessories. They have docking stations and cables and cases and controllers and their new thing is the GameCube controllers. So they have a couple different colors to choose from. And their new one is the spiced orange or something like that. It's an or the orange color. And they're pretty cool. So go check them out and save 10% off there. Then you can stealth on over to the Cloak and Dagger on Etsy. Use our promo code LZLore10 and save 10% off your purchase there and they have a whole bunch of beautifully handmade items like tunics and caps and cloaks i really really want a cloak aaron should definitely buy me one because <laughs> it would just be super cool to have one and <clears throat> it's all very well made very awesome stuff there so go check them out and save 10 percent off your purchase And last but not least, zoom on over to W Energy. W Energy? No. <laughs> and uh, use our promo code FUMBLING4, which is FUMBLING and the number four, and save 10% off their energy drinks. Now, they have the tubs of powder with about 30 servings per tub, and they have a whole bunch of hilariously named flavors. And the good thing about W Energy is... You, there's no jitters, you have no jitters, and no crashes. So, you get the best of both worlds. And with all of their hilariously named flavors, because they really are funny names, you're bound to find a flavor that you love. So, zoom on over there and use our promo code. Save 10% off your purchase there. Now, all of the... All of the sites and promo codes for our sponsors are in the show notes. So go check them out and save some money. Oh, while yeah. Getting some really, really awesome stuff. Oh, yeah. So the last thing I want to add before we go, you reminded me of this. 
We have a few fans that have messaged me and said, hey, we want to send you some gifts. And we really appreciate gifts. And that's awesome of you. And thank you so much. Problem is, they can't send us gifts because we don't have a PO box yet. <laughs> so I hear you. I've gotten your messages. Uh, we appreciate it so, 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 so very much. And I will be messaging you directly as soon as we get a PO box up and running. It takes a little bit of time. And PO boxes are they're not terribly expensive, but they're, they, I mean, they cost. So, <laughs> but yes, we hear you. Don't worry. And we appreciate you. So thank you so much for thinking of us. And thank you so much for being, for wanting to send us gifts. We appreciate it. So that being said, sorry about that, Ariel. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I was done with the sponsors. So, Well, then it's to the end of the episode. No. <laughs> well, here we are, Ariel, at the end of the episode. It's awful endly in here. Oh, my God. I didn't get to say it in the mid-break, so I thought I would say it because <laughs> I was stuffing my face full of cookies. <laughs> well, Ariel, you ready to hear this laundry list of weapons and equipment items. I have to do laundry every day. The last thing I want to hear is a laundry list. (laughs) Um, All right. So the items, I'm going to go down this list of items that we've seen in multiple games. Pants, shirts, pants, shirts, socks, underwear. Uh, (laughs) No, we have bomb boomerang, the bow, the fire rod, which we've seen multiple times and we'll see multiple more times in the series. We have the lamp. We have the Pegasus boots, the power bracelet, rocks, feather, shield, shovel, and slingshot. And of course, we can't forget the four sword, which we've already talked about the four sword. So I'm not going to go into that either. I think, however, that you should go into how I'm supposed to wash these. Cold water only. <laughs> only cold water <laughs> some other items of note here is we have the royal the blue royal jewel the green royal jewel and the red royal jewel and the purple royal jewel all items that are needed to complete main quest you know the bog standard snatch and grab that you know it's the normal legend of zelda quest grabbers and then, of course, we have small boss key, or small key, big key. Uh, we do have a new item here, though, called the carrot. And it is only appears in this game. And I mean, it appears in Breath of the Wild, too. But it only appears in this game to increase the speed of Link's horse, which if you know much about the other games, uh, the carrots are usually shown on screen to symbolize your horse's speed. You know, it's stamina, I should say. So that's that's pretty much it on the items list of what we've had before. So here's some items that we haven't had before. And these most of these items only appear in two games. Um, So we'll probably revisit these later because they serve different purposes in two games. But right now, four swords. So the first item on our list is the Quake Medallion. And in Four Swords Adventures, the Quake Medallion triggers an earthquake that turns enemies into Zoles. And it can be found at the 
in Death Mountain foothills, and you can use it to defeat groups of Henoxes. It also appears again in Frozen Hyrule, where it can be used to defeat groups of bow soldiers. Little trivia item about it here, though. The catfish and the quake medallion may be references to Namazu, a giant catfish said to have created powerful earthquakes that became trapped beneath a stone. So that's pretty interesting. I like it. The other interesting thing is in our edition in the in the North American release, it's called the Quake Medallion. However, in the Japanese release, its name is the Shake the Shakeu, which means shake. So it's the Shake Medallion. Shake, rattle and roll. Do, 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 do. <laughs> so the next item on our list, this one exclusively appears in Four Swords. And it is the blue bracelet. And the blue bracelet is found within a stage and cuts all the damage that Link receives in half. However, you can only find it once in every three stage region. And there is only ever one blue bracelet hidden within the overworld of those one of the three stages. So... That item, it's pretty interesting, but it can be compared to other items we've had in the games like Armor Seeds, Cane of Byron, Byrona. I, I can never pronounce that one right. Magic Armor. You know, it's we've had an item similar to this. Um, so it's not a new concept to us. It's just a new item for this particular game. Next item on the list we have is the Bamos Medallion. And this can be, again, this is in two different games. And it will be revisited again because it serves a different purpose in Zelda Link to a Pass. So in this game, however, it is it, what it does is it triggers a rain of fire, which destroys every enemy on screen. It appears in Death Mountain Foothills and the field and in Death Mountain Foothills, it's you can use to to kill an area full of buzz blobs. And in the field, it can be used to defeat uh, basically just three waves of enemies that spawn here. The cool thing about this, though, is that the Fairy Queen can actually cast the Bamos without actually having the medallion. And this is shown in the Hyrule Castle stage where there's a like a huge amount of soldiers just trying to ambush her and Link. So pretty cool. Uh, The name for this, though, in the Japanese releases was the Bamba, which means bomber. So it was the bomber medallion in the Japanese releases. I thought that was pretty cool. I I, I like how the medallions have different names, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool. So the next item we're going to talk about is the hammer. Now, I know this item was in a lot of games. Why are we talking about it? Because in this game, it serves kind of a different purpose than it was in the other games. In this game, the magic hammer can smash stakes, stumps and several other obstacles that are in the game down. And if you hold the A button, it can charge up the hammer and it will release shock waves out, which daze enemies temporarily. 
But in this game, it can also be upgraded to a second level, which makes the shockwaves you send out much larger, and it can be used to knock out force gems from their hiding spots in the soil. So it serves a multitude of different purposes in this game, and that's why I thought it was made. It was nice. It was important to make mention of the uses in this game because it does differ from game to game what the magic hammer does. The magic hammer magically hammers. Absolutely. <laughs> so the next item we have on the list is the moon pearl. Now this is actually in three separate games, but it holds pretty much the same purpose in each game. And at some point, I'd like to take a visit back to the Moon Pearl for its own episode, possibly, Ariel. Because it does make my theory brain tingle. (laughs) I can't even with you. It's like you have numerous different brains. This one's your theory brain. It's my theory brain. (laughs) So in this, it's, it's the three games that it's in is linked to the past. Four Swords and, of course, Four Swords Adventures. In Four Swords Adventures, it's a mysterious gem that is used to activate moon gates that lead into the dark world. However, in this game, there's a lot more than just one moon pearl, and every time you use it, it breaks, and you have to find another one to get into another moon gate. So... That's pretty cool. I didn't understand the concept of how they switched from that uh, to this, though, from what it originally was for, because originally it was there to control the power of the Triforce. But we'll get to that. That's why my theory brain tingles. (laughs) You should probably go get that checked out. (laughs) Speaking of tingle, it's time to talk about the Force Gems. No, we can skip this part. It's fine. (laughs) So... The force gems are okay. So basically, the force gems appear throughout the series in different ways. But in this one, they're here to restore power to the four sword. And we'll discuss how they do that a little bit later on with some another item, quote unquote here so they first appear in the four swords adventures it's the first time i've ever seen them in the series and you need to collect two thousand of them to first empower the four sword and this is because of vati's influence on the actual sword it you know vati caused the sword to lose its magic however once you empower it at that point collecting them is to for the purpose of giving you another item called the force fairy and you can increase power to the sword via this way it's they're basically just there to empower the force sword so that being said however that brings us to the last item on the list which is the force fairy so the force fairy is arguably just like any other fairy in the legend of zelda series however In this, the force fairies 
not only restore your heart, but it increases the number of continues you have in the game. And you can collect them for turning in a thousand force gems. And the force fairies actually live within the force sword, which is what I thought was kind of cool. It was a cool kind of concept. Could you imagine if the fairies you captured actually lived in the master sword? May the force be with you. <laughs> so, yeah, the they live in the four sword and basically whenever Link falls or dies, um, one of these fairies will come out of the four sword and revive Link and allow you to continue. And when you have no more force fairies and you've died, the game is completely over. That's kind of how they work. You can hold up to nine, 99 force fairies at a time within the sword. So, again, kind of a cool concept here. I liked the new spin they took on the fairies in this game, especially liking how they live within the four sword. I thought that was kind of cool. I, I'm i still stuck on Star Wars references. Sorry. May the force be with you. <laughs> That's it, Ariel. That's all I have for this episode and its items. Not a lot of new ones. The force is strong with this one. <laughs> uh, speaking of force, I'm going to force you to tell us what's the next episode we're going to. What, what's the next part of we're going into? Excuse me. Okay. Um, please tell us what the next part we're going into is. That's a little better. Okay. You're welcome. Don't force me to do anything. <laughs> Seems like you're eager to dive into the next game. I am extremely eager to dive into this game. Oh, then let's set sails and go on to the new adventure of Wind Waker. Yes! See what I did there? I did. I'm so proud of you. (laughs) So funny. So funny. But seriously, yes, the next game we're going to go into, the next timeline we're going into. So we're going into the adult timeline with the Wind Waker. So, a lot of you may be asking why the adult timeline and not the hero fails timeline. Because Aaron left it up to me, and this is what I decided. (laughs) In all honesty, he did. He said, which one should we go next? Or which one should we do next? Okay, let me pick. Honestly, that's why we're going through this one. Yeah, this is the one you found most interesting. Yeah. (laughs) I will say I had my own weigh in on here as well Uh, and I weighed in for this one as well because I feel like we should go over all of the successes of the hero before we start delving into the fallen hero timeline because there's a lot to the fallen hero timeline and the you know the adult timeline there's not much you know, or, you know, the, the hero succeed, you know, the adult timeline. There's not many games. I think there's three total, if I remember rightly. We got Wind Waker, Phantom Hourglass. And Spirit Tracks. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there's only three games total to this timeline. I mean, technically four, if you want to argue. I know, you know, you got, um, uh, what was it? The um, Trackers. 
yes, technically trackers, and yes, we're going to talk about trackers, but it's not enough to make a whole episode, honestly. Uh, and it's the shortest timeline. It also makes the most sense when you think about it, because we want to talk about the successes before we start talking about the actual failures. Because in the fallen timeline, things go real topsy-turvy. Allies become enemies, and so on and so forth. So, yeah. But we're mostly going because Ariel said she wanted to. Because I did leave it up to her. <laughs> Honestly, 100%. I was just hoping and praying she'd choose this one. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so, with that being said, Ariel, you got anything else you want to add? Nothing relevant to this. <laughs> but no, honestly, no. Well, with that being said, then, I guess that's it for this episode. So thank you for listening and tune in next week. Bon voyage. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> thank you all for listening to the Legend of Zelda Lorecast tonight. We hope you enjoyed yourselves. If you did, tell a friend, leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. You can chat with us all things Legend of Zelda on the Robots Radio Discord. Or you can get hold of us on our Twitter at LOZLoreCast. Intro and outro are done by Bentonal Landscape. Links are in the show notes below. Till next time, dear listener, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. <laughs> <laughs>